podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. When you're ready to ride Metro, we want you to know we're ready for you. Here are just a few of the people at Metro to tell you how we're doing our part to keep riders safe. We're cleaning like never before. We're hospital-grade cleaning. You'll find hand sanitizer stations all over the Metro. No mask, no Metro. Need one? We have a few extras. At Metro, we're doing our part to keep the D.C. area moving. Find out more at wmata.com slash doingourpart. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cop and Fracker. Yes, there is no intro music today. That's how disgusted I am by Sunday night. All you're going to hear today are adverts and our voices. Alongside me, I've got five other voices. I'm your host, Fahi. I've got Ellis. Chris. Hello. Joe. Glam. (laughs) (laughs) And Mark. Let's get this over with, man. Let's get this all right, over. All right, all right, all right. Before we get going, because I know, I know we're going to use this like a counselling session, I need to do a few plugs. Um, number one, let's start off with the Carpe and Patreon page. Thank you so much to our current patrons um, for supporting us and helping us grow. We super appreciate it. We hope you're enjoying the extra content per week. Um, if you haven't joined yet, please do so on patreon.com forward slash fracker. We genuinely appreciate every member on there. Um, we appreciate all our listeners anyway. But yeah, if you're a patron, even better. More blessings for you. I'll pray for you on Fridays. Um, the Discord server needs to promote that. Uh, we're officially now on 100 plus LFC fans. So finally, we've got 100 plus LFC fans um, alongside the other rival fans. So let's keep on growing that. And finally, the YouTube page. Please subscribe to our YouTube page. So youtube.com forward slash touchline fracker. Thousands of you are listening per week, but the listens and the subscribers are not matching up. Guys, please help us out and subscribe. So please, yeah, do that. Um, Now all the plugs are done. Final house rules, guys. You're all going to get a chance to speak, yeah? Do not talk over each other, yeah? (laughs) I'm hosting. It's not Krish. Please, okay? Krish, Krish is a nice guy. I will tell you to shut the fuck up. So please, everyone, everyone, please. You're all going to get a chance. And if you guys are going to talk over each other, I'm going to mute you. So let's go. We all know what we're here for. Sunday night, we were expecting a nice, easy, calm performance at Villa Park. But what ended up happening was we got bollocked. To the point that I was screaming at my screen. Chris was screaming at me. Ellis was screaming at Glam. Joe was screaming at Mark. Mark was screaming at anyone and everyone. It, it was it was mad. Um, 
I don't know, man. Like, current Ellis is currently. Oh God, I, I don't even want to comment. But all right, cool. I, I, yeah, seven two guys. Chris, let me start off with you. How do you feel after two days in, after taking that result in? You're a bit more calm. How are you feeling right now? Um, I'm more calm now, uh, definitely. Yesterday, though, um, obviously, I, I work in Birmingham, so the majority of my office is filled with uh, Villa fans. Uh, literally 10 minutes into logging on to my virtual working, uh, I was bombarded with, well, well, well. I was surprised, wasn't it? I was like, you're not fucking tell me. You know, I, I lived through the ordeal. I'm a survivor. Um, but no, I, it was just insane. It was the most bizarre series of events. It's the worst I've ever seen us play. And it, it's just every single possible thing that could have gone wrong went wrong. And I was so kettled on Monday. Like, until about half 12, I pretty much did zero work because I sat at my desk. I was sitting at my desk here. Every 10 minutes, I'd be trying to do some work and then it would just replay again in my head. And I was just completely kettled and just absolutely frazzled. Just couldn't get anything done. It was fucking hell. It was, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're, you're even, you're still struggling to speak. I, I completely you can't get comprehend it. it. It's nah, just <laughs> yeah, Jake, like I was with Farouk earlier and we were talking about it and I was just struggling to speak about it. I was like, yo, I'm getting a migraine thinking about it. I then at 6.30 when I realised I was hosting, I was getting a migraine thinking about this whole episode. I know our rival fans are listening in. So hello, guys. Hello to our Arsenal friends, our United friends, our Chelsea friends and all the other sneaky listeners that we've got. Um, Joe, how are you feeling? Um, you know, I'm not really in the mood to discuss this. I'm only, I'm only, I'm only really on here just because, I, you know, I, I'm picking up my monthly quota, so I don't really want to speak about this. <laughs> I have a line of agendas I want to run, but I'm so angry, I'm so upset. Time doesn't really help because now I, I, I watched the game twice, and now. I just feel like, you know what? Roll to the next person. It's fine. Mad. All right. So Ellis is laughing. So Ellis, please. Hi, Joe. This pain, I do actually like it, man. It's like time feel your pain. Um, yeah, it was peak still, man. What can you say, bro? I'm usually positive in it. There's no positives to take from that whatsoever. Whatsoever. Not one positive. That was diabolical. That was worse than Stoke 6 1, Watford 3 0. Uh, that is probably, yeah, like Chris said, that is the worst game I've probably seen us play. Definitely the worst game on the club, so tenure. Um, head still kettled. Uh, me, Mike, and um, Glam had a good discussion last night, so about it's one o'clock in the morning. All our heads are kettled. We're just randomly <laughs> talking about <laughs> nonsense because our heads were so kettled. Um, yeah. It's just I'll flip, flip it now, fam. The pain of it. I've now we've got two weeks to think about it because of this international break. It's crazy, man. It's crazy, bro. Absolutely nuts. But yeah, cool. next person. Yeah, all right, Mark. Come on, you, you're 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 hiding your face under a mask. Is that, <laughs> that you, like, uh, I don't. Uh, you that disgusted right now? <laughs> no, that's just to demonstrate the level of violence I'm on this pod. Like anyone can get. Anyone can get Bobby's my boy, but we'll discuss. 
Like that's the worst performance I've ever witnessed. Probably the worst performance in Premier League history. Like, and I was on Discord to make it worse, and I sat through ninety minutes of it with people like knees popping in, doing his little punching bow. The whole touchline. Bow, bow. Is named after my bow. Like I never ever thought it would spin around like this, but cool, cool. And finally, glam. Glam, two days in. I know you. I know you struggled with it on Sunday night. I know you were struggling with it yesterday. How are you feeling now? Boy, boy. Um, I can't lie. Uh, I'm embarrassed, to say the least. I'm really embarrassed. Yeah, I still won my top with pride, but I'm embarrassed. And also, the nature of the performance as well. I'm. I'm sorry. I just didn't. I didn't see enough trying. Like seriously, like if I was if I was in a crowd, I would have threw a bottle on the pitch, like on a real, like, and I wanted my money back because that was a joke. I'm so that's like Sunday league. I, I, I can't, that weren't professionals. They just weren't professionals. But I can go on for ages. I said, but yeah, that that's 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 the highlight. Obviously, what what I'll say. But yeah, we move on. All right, cool. All right, so the scoreline was seven two. The six of us on the pod. <laughs> um, so, so how I'm going to do it is each goal we're all going to describe. Yeah, so we're going to talk about each goal. So, Chris, I'm going to let you go off with goal number one, which was the Ollie Watkins goal. Um, Adrian Howler, talk to me about it. Tell me what you saw and how you feel about like what you what you saw. As soon as he kept, as soon as Robertson passed the ball back to him, I, you knew what was going to happen. You knew who was going to struggle. You knew it straight away. You knew it. Yeah. And then when he when he hit the ball out, it felt like it went in slow motion. <laughs> he, just knew, he just knew what was going to happen, and it's like in Jaws, you know, Dana, Dana. So yeah, I mean, Adrian. I, I will say the first four minutes, it, you know, it was a feeling, it was a feeling out period. You can see Virgil reminding himself in his mind that you know the guy behind me, that's not Allison. So, you know, I won't knock it back I won't recycle possession as much as I normally do um, I think Robertson he at the moment completely forgot knocks it back to Adrian Adrian's thinking Adrian's got a case of the love runs about him where he thinks he's better than he actually is um, you know which in certain scenarios is good you know I'd say uh, penalty shootouts in Super Cup finals um, that, that's a good thing but in this scenario it's not a good thing just whack it just knock it out of play if you have to I, I, I don't care but he plays this Straight out, Gomez is in another land, and even he's taken by surprise about where the ball's going. And then it just turns to an absolute shit show. And then the next thing you know, Watkins has put the ball in the back of the net, and we're already one down. But at that point, you're still thinking, as bad as it sounds, this has happened before already this season, where we've cocked up and we've gone and got a goal down. And then you're sitting there thinking, that's ah, nothing new. We'll come back from that. But it, little do you know that's a prelude of events to come. So, just it's baffling. It's absolutely baffling. My question is, why did Robertson decide to make that pass so early on in the game yeah. when we already know how much Adrian struggles with the ball at his feet? Well, this is the, this is the thing. It, to make that. It, it, you know, to make that about what fifty-five minutes in, sixty minutes in, you've gone through a period of the game where you know that's kind of gone out of your mind, and you're reacting to the contours of the game. 
But to do it so early on, when you're probably under instruction and you've all had a conversation as a defensive unit, you know, yourself, Trent, Virgil, and Gomez say, look, it's not, it's not Alisson. You know, the muscle memory, it might kick in at some point. Just don't do it. Don't pass back to him. He hasn't got that ability. We've shown it so many times last season where, you know, and, you know, credit to them last season. They tried to do it against Southampton where they were passing it back to Adrian. But as soon as it, you know, as soon as he cocked up them, when he gave that ball to Wings, they said, don't do it. Just play it out from the back as, as you normally, as, you know, differently as you would do hoof it up. Just don't recycle it back. And he's just had a brain fart in the heat of the moment where he's played this ball back to him. And to do it so early in the game, it's just so costly and just so bizarre when you're probably under instruction not to do it. Yeah. I, I mean, do you think he was under instruction not to do it, though? Probably not from Klopp. But I probably thought, I, I think they probably sat down to each other and went, look, just don't. Just don't put yourself through the hassle. And that's what I thought. I, I, would have, I would have thought that, you know, they would have seen what's happened in the past and they would have just been like, you know what? Certain things, there's just no point doing. We have to adjust whilst Alisson's not here. Mm-hmm. You know, we know what Adrian's strong points are. Not many. But the, <laughs> whatever they are, they're not with the ball at his feet, yeah? Don't yeah, pass can, it to him. He can barely kick a ball, which... I, I know that sounds rude to say, but when you compare it to the goalkeeper that we have in at the moment and what he can do with the ball and how silky he is. I just remember some of the risks he took earlier on in his Liverpool career when he was like chipping it over people's heads and then just playing straight out on the floor. Yeah. That's far, that's far removed from what Adrian can do. So just stick to the basics. Don't do all the fancy stuff. Just keep it as simple as possible. And if you do have to pass the ball back to him, just make sure, you know, someone is actually available to receive the ball and he's not doing it under duress. Yeah, for sure. Mark, what, what are your thoughts on the Adrian situation? Okay. So I personally think, and this is just from football knowledge, isn't it? Like when you play football, yeah, you get certain instructions from managers. I feel like that was a issue of well, Wobble passing back to him was an issue of get everybody a touch on the pitch early, get them comfortable on the ball, get Adrian yeah. especially knowing that he's got issues comfortable on the ball. Yeah, but yeah. I completely disagree with Chris. That wasn't under duress for me. Yeah, the ball wasn't great, but he controlled it with enough time. I've looked at the goal several times. There's the option to kick it long. There's Gomez and there's Trent out on the right. And Trent's in acres of space. Of course, it's on his left foot. But me personally, I prefer you attempt a pass that's not going to be as damaging, but is a bad pass that goes up for a throw and concede like that. Because that was absolutely ridiculous. Like, what are you doing? And then that offered the, the fear in our backline. So that gave them the fear in our backline and gave Aston Villa hope and then started this whole capitulation. Well, let me not get carried away. I'll stop there in there. All right, cool. And the final point, I'm going to come to Joe quickly. Um, before you say what you're about to say, Joe, what were your thoughts on the point where Jack really shot the ball and Joe Gomez kind of backed out from going after it? Joe, are you on mute? Sorry, Sorry guys. My, my thing with, with, with Joe is... Um, when he's supposed to be aggressive, he's not. And when he isn't supposed to be aggressive, he is. And he hasn't figured out that happy medium. And it's really frustrating. Sometimes he he goes way out of his position to, to make the tackle. And then he will usually give away a foul because he's, he's, he's put, you know, putting up the pressure from behind. No pun intended. 
and he gives away a foul. Or there'll be times he's being run at, they'll run at him, and he can match them stride for stride. So there's no need for him to back off, engage, or at least you know Grealish is right-footed. You know Grealish is going to only go one way. Send him somewhere else. And I don't, I don't know, like it's, it's annoying because 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 Joe is Joe has been there since the um, the Rogers era. So if you really think about it, any player that comes in, he's actually one of the more um, he's one of the vets. He's still young, but he's still one of the vets, and he's played enough games to where he should get it by now. He's twenty three or so, twenty four. He should he should get it by now, and you know it's just embarrassing more for me because. Just before this happened, he I, I I went out on a limb and I said, Joe Gomez is England's best centre back after watching um, Maguire put up a stinker and then you know Joe Gomez does this to me. So there's 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 a lot that needs that that lead that leaves to be desired when it comes to Joe Gomez and this isn't the first mishap um, or the second. I, I don't know what's going on with him. I'm just. I'm just complete. I'm just so disappointed. And I mean, this is this is something me and Chris have been highlighting for a while, um, and we've been shouted at constantly when we do mention it. But I think slowly but surely, everyone is coming to realise that you know, Gomez needs a bit of a timeout. It's it's not it's not an ability thing. That's the thing. We know the shitloads of ability the boy has. We know, but I think sometimes when you are struggling with your form you need to be taken out of the team. Unfortunately, we have Matip, who just is never fit. And that is also just as criminal as not having a fourth-choice centre-back. I, Yeah, so Gomez has to play I, 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 right I, I, now. I, I want to make this, this, this last point about Adrian. So I, I've watched the goal several times. And when, when Robbo makes the... The, when he when he when he when he when he makes the pass to the ball the ball goes to him. At his first touch, the striker who who was um, pressuring wasn't even in the box. He was two steps out of the box, outside of the edge of the area. So, Adrian has a bit of time to take the first touch and the second touch. And if he feels he's under under pressure, just to just send it wherever. What he does after that is is absolutely criminal. I don't have. I can't blame Robbo because Robbo is being pressured and your goalkeeper is an outlet. And I know as much as we don't really rate Adrian, he's still a body in that on that on that pitch. So he has to make himself available. So he's he's made the pass to um Adrian and like I said, when he makes his first touch, the player is outside the edge of the box. He's nowhere near him. That's how bad that sequence of play was because by the time the guy got in the in, in the box, he was on his third touch, and then by then he had messed he had messed it up. And I, and I just really don't understand. I really don't know what goes through his head. Um, if I say anything more, um, you guys are going to have to censor me. So you guys, you know, get to you know do whatever it is you want to do. I've just rewatched it back. It's not even that bad of a back pass, really, when you look at it. Because I watched it again this morning and I thought, it's not that bad. I've just rewatched it back. Watkins puts him under a little bit of pressure. It's not massive amounts of pressure. But Gomez is trying to see Grealish out the corner of his eye. 
and he can't keep on the ball as well. So it's yeah, blind leading the blind really. It's yeah. Yeah, I, I I mean I'm gonna stick by they should have like Robertson should have never made that pass in the first place. But I do I do understand Mark's point about every player getting in touch of the ball. I completely appreciate sorry, that. Sorry, let me ask you, bro. Go on, sorry, sorry, it's taking me. Why, why, why shouldn't Robertson play that pass? Bro, because Adrian cannot control the ball with his feet. He cannot be trusted with the ball at his feet. I don't know, man. I really don't know. You're asking the wrong person. I didn't make him a professional footballer. Nah, bro. He's fine. He should be able to receive the ball. Yeah, he should. You're right. I agree. Every footballer should be able to receive the ball and pass it along. Adrian doesn't seem to be able to do it and not consistently enough. Ellis, what's your point? What killed me about that sequence of play was that Adrian didn't even look. He didn't look at where Gomez was. He didn't see what's happening. That if you look at the pass and if you look at his facial expression, he's still looking awake. I think he just expects or it expects um, Gomez to be where he is. And, and Gomez, he, Gomez didn't get out there quick enough and Gomez wasn't aggressive enough. That aside, those kind of things, you, you have to look. You have to know where your centre-back is because you're just playing into a blind alley. Fam, your peripheral vision, you should be able to Man. see Gomez where he was. That's the thing. If if he had if he had lifted up his head a little bit, peripheral vision would have worked. But he didn't. He just he just carried on playing. He just looked down and just carried on playing. So he didn't know where Gomez was. He was just absolutely just passing into the blind. It was absolutely mental, bro. Mental. You uh, know what? Sorry, sorry, sorry. I don't even want to cut in at the moment because we said we we're going to be civil with this pod yet. But I would rather he gave away a fucking indirect free kick. Fucking. <laughs> Wait for what Ollie Watkins to come to you. Pick up the ball. I don't care. Uh, I don't care. No, I don't head care. loss. Not after my Minulay did it. My head's cattled enough still from that. Even so. like he's lobotomized. Adrian moves like he's lobotomized. Like, what is going on sometimes? Yo, all right, we're, we're going to speak on Adrian further. We, we, let us just get through the goals first, innit? Glam, goal number two where Ollie Watkins scores again. Talk me through what you saw. Is that the one where he cuts in on Gomez? Yeah, the one where Gomez just lets him go past him, basically. Well, basically, um, I, I, I saw from the off what Villa were trying to do. Um, they were trying to attack the right-hand side. Um, obviously, Trevor push up. Gomez to try to hold the line, so they're trying to get in between that um, that little space area. Now, what I what I don't understand, and I've I, I, it was a slow motion to me. I see, I saw what Watkins was gonna do like a matrix before he even done it. So I'm thinking Gomez is aware of what's gonna happen, and he still he still does it. He cuts back and bang. And I just don't understand like what was going through Gomez. And there's no crowd in the field, so I'm sure. You know what I mean? Someone would have shouted out or to do, but he's jockeying him. I just don't understand it. I just, it's, it's a pathetic, pathetic goal. And I'm a Gomez fan, but it's pathetic. Seriously, schoolboy, primary school, pathetic. That's all I can say on that goal, bro. It's a joke. It's a joke. Um, the one thing, one thing you're taught in school when you're defending is not to let the striker get goal side. He made it so easy for Watkins to do it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it, man. Joe, you're shaking your head again. What were your thoughts on that second goal? For me, um, so the ball comes in through the um, through the Trent's right side. So Trent's already struggling. In fact, they are playing 
this crazy high line to where even if you get in behind that that pass across the um, um the the box is easily a tap in so the way for me to, to to describe it is by the time i don't know who i can't remember who the winger is but the winger goes through and the only people that that's in his line of vision is his own player is is the striker our two yeah, defenders are, our three defenders no yeah our defenders are completely out of the game like they are completely out of the game like they are so far behind that it, it was it was by mercy that whoever that was, I think was it Watkins, slowed down, took the touch to to get goal side, took another one, and but by, by then that allowed our players to get back, but it was too late. Gomez again was too passive, but that was the time for him to be aggressive to show him onto the other side. So at least if that ball's coming, if he goes touch line and he drills it through, I mean you can live with that because um, our defenders are there, but he lets him go right. And then right again, and then it's almost like he's he's running in treacle. I don't know what was going on. Like I, I'm, I, if it if it comes out that Gomez had Gomez was ill or had COVID, I, I can I can see that because he just wasn't moving. He wasn't. He never. He he, he saw the danger. He saw the move. He, he saw the move, but he just refused to react. And that's criminal. That's absolutely criminal. Not once, but twice. And then. By the time the shot's t- gone off, that's when he decides to th- uh, to throw a tackle. And by then, it's too late. The ball's already in the back of the net. It's It was just disgraceful. I, I didn't understand. I don't know what's going on with Joey, but whatever it is, whatever this, the, whatever that is, I, I don't know. It needs to be addressed. All right. All right. Cool. Ridiculous. All right. Mark. Go on, Mark. What, what do you want to say? Um, just to go on to something that analyzes a little bit more in it, just to go on to Joe's point. Yeah, it came from the right. Um, I feel like Trent was given specific instructions, yeah, to sit on Grealish in it because throughout the game, yeah, he was like drifting away and Grealish is so good with his movement. Let me give him props in it. Grealish, the boy, we've all had yeah, our little... Greasy, my boy. Yeah, we've all had our little bits of praising him. Even Joe himself was doing the thumbs down, but cool. His movement is really, really good in it. Um, Dan's saying best player outside the top six and I completely agree in it. Um, the way he did his movement he sucked in Fabinho and Trent. And that was something I highlighted in for our patrons. I highlighted in our opwatch, innit? I highlighted that they're going to go through the left and that trio of Watkins and Watkins, Barkley and Grealish are going to start sliding over to the left. And they've done it the whole game. So they've done it the whole game. We're going to analyze it further on as we go through the goals. But they were sliding over to the left of their side and attacking Trent, pulling Trent out of position by getting Grealish to just drift around and isolating Gomez, and it would be like two men just running next to Gomez. And it was so annoying. So cool, Trent's out of position now. Gomez, and we're going to talk about you a bit more, Joe. Like, I've never seen a South Londoner get fist up so much in his life. Like, man got punched up every single time. Like, oh my days. Every single time he wanted to defend, getting punched up, punched up, punched up. There was a little bit where, I think, walking hey, Gomez, under... Gomez, Gomez, South Londoner, bro. You know who bro, the South Londoner is. Was only one but, man in defence, though. Wait, what are you on, bruv? It's true, yo. You know, no, Glam is right. Glam is right. Oh, what are you on, bruv? Three wait, of the four wait. defenders what, there. Three of the four. Wait, listen, wait, listen. Wait, listen. Wait, <laughs> wait, 
I saw I saw Let's Joe go. Gomez get had up by Watkins in the center circle. Let's and who else? Watkins was juggling the ball. <laughs> and who else though? This championship defender was juggling Ram, the ball. Ram, I was doing Ram, crime Ram. with no video on him, fam. No. Let's not do that, Joe. Ram. Let's Joe, not I saw Joe had a bad game. Do dance and get nuts? And you, you're talking about? Don't bomb, worry, bro. don't worry. There's goals bro, coming. There's goals coming. Goal. We're going to talk about Van Dijk. There's goals coming. We're going to talk about Van Dijk. That was the worst bar chance, and he got spun. Let me go Van Dijk has been on a jolly up. Van Dijk has been on an absolute jolly up all 2020. And that's because he's, he knows he's the best defender in the world. And I think it's just complacency. But now, we're league champions. We want to go back to back. There's no time for complacency. Oh, man, let me, let me stop there. Let me stop there. Let me stop there. All right, cool. All right, all right. So, let, let, so that was 2 0. Um, so 30, 30, 32, 33 minutes in, Salah scores, makes it 2 1. We then get relieved. We're thinking, ah, cool, it's blessed. You know, second half, we'll bag another two, it'll be fine. We'll win this game. And then what happens? Two minutes later, John McGinn with the third. I'm not going to lie to you. Well, I can't fine. even remember what happened. Ellis, do you do. remember what happened? Glam, yeah. you know, what happened with that goal? Yeah, Go on, Ellis. Go on, bro. Yeah, it was just um, a corner. I can't remember what happened to get the corner, but the corner come out. John McGinn. Oh, the it. deflection. Did he, did he, did he, did he? Yes. Yeah, the deflection. Van Dyke. Yeah, hit Van Dyke. Yeah. Come on, Van Dyke for the deflection. Uh, to be fair, mate, big up everyone who watched this game again. I refuse to watch it. I'm not going to lie to you, mate. I'm not going to lie. But what we can say from the defensive, I know Glam was trying to say that obviously there's four men in defence, which is fair. There is four men in defence, but. Um, the game of the weekend, it just irked of individual errors. Error after error. Even a corner was probably an error. Um, the ball wasn't cleared far enough away. Usually, we get that ball clear. Usually, there's someone on the... On the uh, Van Dyke's feet were stuck together. You know what I'm saying? So, it's just <laughs> like people just... People just moving mad. Moving mad for that goal. I can't remember what caused the corner. But yeah, Klopp wasn't happy. Yeah, so, yeah, Klopp wasn't happy because he was offside. Well, he wasn't offside yet, but the whole high line was... Oh, this high line is going to piss me what, off in the corner? because yeah, yeah so for the, just before the corner Ross Barkley got in he smashed it near post Adrian did a it was a good save let me give him them props in nah it wasn't even offside I think he Gomez wasn't offside he wasn't on. offside yeah Gomez, Gomez played him on Gomez played exactly. him on exactly there we go then and then yeah, Gomez, Gomez played him on Gomez played him on Gomez was hanging back Gomez played him on yeah and they put in the flexion yeah yeah Klopp said post match that there were goals that they should have been blocked properly. Like, why is Van Dyke not even throwing a leg out? Yeah, if you exactly, throw a leg yeah. out, it goes completely in a different direction. Maybe it still goes in, but at least you tried. Man's just standing there, legs together. Like, what are you doing, fam? Like, why are you so lax? I get you're the best defender in the world, but I don't care, fam. I want effort. I want effort. Fair. Yeah. Fair yeah. I, I mean... I mean, yeah, I don't think anyone can say any different to that. That was just a sloppy, sloppy goal. Um, and yeah, it was at that point, I was like, you know what? This is going to be a really bad evening. You could just see heads dropping at that point. And then, two minutes later again, we concede and we give Ollie Watkins his hat-trick. Ollie Watkins, championship-level striker who's come into the Prem who hadn't bagged in the Prem, has somehow scored three against the current champions within the first half. Krish, how did you feel when it got to 4-1? Um, uh, that was about the time I cracked open my first can. So that's how 
bad it got, pretty much. Um, I just want to touch back on the previous goal, just really quickly. I think it's harsh to say that Van Dijk could have done more for it when the ball was literally aimed at his feet. But I get he could have jumped out of the way and stuff. But in terms of like asking to like whack it out for a throw it or whatever, it's a bit, it's a bit difficult. But for, for like, this, so it's goal, not just not whack it out, but like when you go into a block, you, you know, a ball, well, the ball's coming towards you. You attempt to block it. He didn't even yeah. attempt. That's what I mean. And if he does, if he does attempt, maybe the block is slightly different. The re, so the deflection is slightly different, and maybe it doesn't ricochet into the net. Yes, yeah. it's a it's a difficult one because it's aimed literally at his legs. So it's like unless he jumps and then it takes a deflection that way, it's a it's a difficult one. But again, he shouldn't be stuck in planted in one position when the ball's being hit out. So it's it's a nightmare from that point of view. This goal was a fucking disgrace in my opinion. This fourth one, um, off the off the free kick. So through and this is uh, and this is where I got really angry when we were, when we were, everyone was complaining about the high line and why, why it looked natural. But in terms of all the other goals and stuff, we'll, I'll touch on that later. But yeah, this was, this was a disgraceful goal. Um, no one looking to get on the back post to stop the ball from coming back in. Watkins is wide open um, when you're defending a fucking free kick in your own area. I mean, what's, what is actually going on there? And he's absolutely slams it through. No one gives a shit. It's actually a pretty good ball from, I think he's a Barkley played it through. Um, but the, the marking, everything about it was just, just sloppy. And Adrian actually rushes out trying to stop the ball coming in when he should realistically be kind of like staying on his line a bit. And yeah, just a shit show all around. Just a real, real, real bad look about asset piece defending, which is usually quite good. I, I don't understand with that one where when the cross comes in, what is Adrian doing? I, I really do not understand. Like I'm watching it back again. He's, he's not even trying to intercept the ball. He's just letting the ball go past him. It, it was mad. And his hands are just there. Well, if the you look, goes to... he, he, he follows the ball, which he should do. With, you know, he comes out to try and collect it. No one from our line is running back to try and like, knock exactly, out of play. Exactly. So he's, he's so stuck on the ball, he's drawn out to it. He's pulled, out of his own actual, he's pulled himself out of his own goal. Um, and then he's in no man's land, realistically. So when the ball comes in, it's an open goal for Watkins to slam it home. Yeah. You know what, as bad as Adrian was, say it was, do you want to go? Yeah, I was going to say, even for that, I think that was the one where Trezegate, or no? Was it Trezegate crossed it for? What? I think it was McGuinn. I think it was McGinn. It was a left footer, definitely. Oh. Oh, God, man, I'm missing up my uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was Trezegate. It was Trezegate. Uh, what was it Trezegate? To be honest, Ellis, Ellis, there were so many goals, I don't blame Bro, you for. <laughs> 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 we, we got slapped up that badly, I don't blame Bro, you. Like, just, with that one, um, I think... Yeah, Trezeguet got in behind Gomez. Again, Gomez was sleeping. He, he, he doesn't even see Trezeguet. He lets it, he tries mm. to play offside again. Um, what's the Mings, Mings goes ahead, but he doesn't get involved in the play. Then Gomez thinks he's offside, lets Trezeguet go. Robertson lets um, Ollie Watkins have a free header, doesn't even try to challenge him. Liverpool's defending just reeked, it reeked, reeked, absolutely stunk. Of lack of concentration and just, just didn't give a fuck, and it was really bad. Oh, it's trying to interject, else. Yeah. Every time we play that line, we act a little bit privileged, like we know we're gonna get the offside because it, we've got the highest rate of kind yeah. of getting that offside from those positions. So that that reeked of 
that reeks of absolute privilege from expecting us to be given the offside. Now, I understand if yeah. um, Mings make, makes an attempt to go for the ball when it's being played through, he's offside. But you've got Trezeguet on the far post who's still onside and no one's picking him up. No, no one's being alert that fact. They're not playing to the whistle. It's so annoying. You know, a lot of clubs have been targeting that. They've been doing that back post run and been trying to block that back post defender, block him off and then make a run around him. So what I feel that clubs have noticed is we tend to have that privilege, like you mentioned, and we don't track back. The only person that started running back here straight away was Firmino. And Firmino wasn't even in the line like that. Firmino was slightly ahead of everybody. Then he tries to run back, but I wish I could show you the still I've got my TV right now. There's literally... Three Aston Villa defenders, three Aston Villa players lined up, waiting for a tapping. All three of them it's are mad. on sides. It's mad. All three of them. <laughs> it was so bad, oh, honestly. I, oh, you man. genuinely cannot make it up. Like- this episode is sponsored by Schwans.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. I, I, I couldn't believe the situation that we put them in. How there were so many players free in the box near the six yard box, no one near them. It, it, beyond belief. All right, so second half, second half, we get to um, Ross Barkley's goal. Now, it was very, like, very apparent he was going to bag against us at this point. We knew it was going to happen. He had a couple of shots in the first half that he should have got in. And then Jack Grealish gets the ball, lays it off to Barkley, then a one two. And then Barkley cracks it, comes off Trent, and it goes in. There's not really much you can say about that, I don't think. No, there was an error before that still. What's the error? Joe Gomez tries to pass into Fabinho. Oh, up. fuck my life, man. To Ronaldo, tries to try to pass to Ronaldo. Oh, to Ronaldo, sorry, my bad. Yeah. Tries to pass it into Lovely the door, pops up. Ollie Watkins slides, intercepts it, passes to Barkley. That's where the goal stems from. I'm not trying to get on to you, Gomez, if you're listening. I love you. Nah, but... nah, nah. He needs it, man. I'm sorry. Nah, he had a poor Joe, game. He had a poor game. So, there's a segment. There's, a, there's, a, well, there's actually a sequence just before that happens where um, Grealish receives the ball. And at this point, for whatever reason, uh, Winger and uh, CMs have been completely taken out of the game. So, Grealish receives the ball in acres of space. And he takes his first touch, no pressure. Um, Trent actually steps to him, then steps back for whatever reason. Um, I have no idea. Takes a second touch, third touch, no pressure. Fourth touch, fifth touch, no pressure. Then then passes it in to Barkley. Barkley is able to spin player one, two. The ball comes back out again. And Barkley is standing there in acres of space, no pressure. I swear to you, Fabinho has been making the running action, but hasn't actually been running through this whole time I've been speaking. And then Barkley still has the ball. Firmino is just coming into the picture. Barkley sets up, one touch, two touch, hits the ball with his left foot. Trent does this, I don't know, this man, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and tackle you. And then that's where it hits him. And then, and then like, goes the other way. I'm pretty sure... 
if Trent just stayed where he was or didn't even engage, it would have just probably went out for a corner. Like, Trent, the deflection coming off of Trent wasn't, isn't, isn't, I can live with that. But the ball, that shot shouldn't have happened because two, three, four sequences beforehand, they should have been clamped. There was space in the beginning of the sequence for mm-hmm. Grealish and he was dicking around with the ball and then played a one-two and in that same spot, Barkley comes back into that same spot and he's in acres of space again and no one's engaged him. That's why he feels comfortable enough to take the shot with his left foot. He's feeling good. He's feeling jiggy. No one engaged with him. I don't even know where RCMs were. It was, it was, it's, it's that bad. So the deflection isn't even on Trent. I, 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 um, like the, that deflection happens, but that goal should not have happened because they should have been engaged three or four sequences beforehand. That's how bad it was. Space. If you go back and look, space. Grealish has space, and then Barkley has space in that same space. So no one has bothered to, to close them down. So I just want to dispute something real quickly before Ellis jumps in, yeah? Fabinho was trying, in it, But for me, I feel like he was so rattled and nobody was helping him out. He chased Grealish. The ball went to Barkley. He chased the ball. He just started following the ball. And as a footballer, you don't do that. Carry on, Ellis. Yeah, I was just going to say, and, and you see the problem on Saturday was, I know everyone's getting onto the high line because that's the most obvious thing to see, but our problem was our pressing was non-existent, absolutely non-existent. And it was funny because against Arsenal, we were super at it, even in the, in the League Cup game, super at it. But then against Villa, it just went to shit, it just went to, to hell with it, it, was nothing, it wasn't there. So we're giving Villa so much time on the ball to, to stand up. And to be fair to Villa, they've got a few players who can pick out a pass. Like, just because they narrowly avoided relegation, that comes with not scoring enough goals within our team. But they have a few players in midfield who can pick out a pass. And if you give them players of that level time to pick out passes, they will punish you knowing that we play a high line. Playing a high line is not bad because... If you're pressing, if you're pressing a team like Liverpool, you want to try and press as much as possible. But if people in front of you, if people in front of you are not pressing, therefore they're going to have chances to play the balls over the top, which was evident yeah. majority, majority of their goals. Yeah, no, you're right. And the whole point of us playing that high line in general this season has been to squeeze the game, like squeeze it to as, as small a pitch as possible. But yet ultimately when not everyone else is putting in that shift the defence is susceptible to those runs. And that's ultimately what's been happening. Um, so then we made it 5-2. Um, the only decent thing Bobby Firmino did in that game, a through ball to Salah, and then Salah bagged it in. Um, I'm not going to talk about this goal because, yeah, it was a nice finish from Salah. Fair play to him. You know, I, I'm pretty certain that he was probably more disappointed he didn't score a hat-trick rather than the 7-2 defeat. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that's unfair to say. But yeah, you know, he did his bit. Jota did his bit. I think. I think. All right, let's talk a bit of like the positives, if there is any positives. Uh, Robertson and Diego Jota first half. The the understanding yeah. there, we could clearly see on the left hand side, they worked <coughs> very well together. Um, Glam, what did you think of what you saw on the left hand side? What from them two? From Robertson and Jota, yeah. Bro, that's not a highlight, is it? <laughs> it's not a highlight. <laughs> It's not a highlight, but I'm asking you, what did you think of the understanding from what you could see in the first half? Well, it was, it was all right. They've done well, but, you know what I mean? We need to do more, in it. Like, I can't be sitting there talking about what they've done well and we got Pam 5-2, I mean, 7-2, bruv. 
I'll be honest, I feel a bit embarrassed talking about that. What I will say is, though, at what point does the coaching staff react to the team on the pitch? That's what I want to put to you guys. All right, Glam, let's, yeah. let's finish the goals and we'll get into that. Let's finish the well, goals. Why are you talking about the goals? You're right. talking about the bloody left-hand side, bruv. But you, you didn't even want to say anything positive. So yeah, what's the point now? There's nothing, there's nothing nah, positive. We got, we, got, we got drilled. We got, can we not no, give our listeners something no. nice? We got tip drilled. No, there's, there's no so this is how we got I know. Fahi, I know, I know, I get it. We don't worry about bro. I can't be positive. Grown men, grown men, grown men. Grown men got packed in 7-2. Grown men. I like how you got it, I can't be positive. You know you know what, yeah? You guys are so depressing. I'm going to go to Chris to give me something. Daniel, Krishan, please. Cool, give me something. Oh, the, the government name, like that, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> um, it, it, it is difficult to, to say that X, Y, and Z did play well when you get pammed in 7 2. But Jota looked, it, it's, it's a weird one for Jota because he's only had so many training sessions with, with all, the, all the first team players. And you can see that he fits into the front three fairly well. So that's, that's really good. Robertson was his usual good self. Um, he was the only person that could, I realistically think Bar Salah, um, and I'll touch on him in a, in a second, who can hold his head up high and say, I actually put, I, I did what I needed to do. None of the mistakes came from my side. I held it down. Trezeguet did fuck all. Um, but it, it is difficult to kind of say that there are positives and whatnot from that. Because I, I even thought one album played all right in certain areas. But when the midfield is being completely bypassed out of the game, when we can't get the press going, because that comes from the front three, and the main leader of the front three, who is the main trigger for the press, is absolutely kettled 35 minutes into the game because he missed two chances. It, it, it's a difficult one. And any other day, any other game for Salah, that's a 10 out of 10 performance. He was absolutely immense. The, the finish for the first goal, fantastic. Finish for the second goal, under the, you know, I say under the stress. It was fucking 5-2 when he scored. Um, because the funny thing is, he scores that, and we're all sitting there thinking, it's 5-2. Um, we could probably bring this to 5-5. It's Liverpool. Who knows what we can do? We've seen, the t- we've seen this team do mad stuff before. But everyone's head was kettled by then, and it was, just, it was just completely mad. But as weird as it does sound, and it feels dirty saying it, there are some nice bright sparks from the game. And the main one probably for me is, is Jota and his ability to be able to play in the front three, create chances effectively, and also into work with his teammates as well. Um, I also do want to pick up on the other thing as well for what Glam said was, at what point did the coaching staff start looking at the players on the pitch and start thinking, what the fuck is going on? Um, if you would have asked Klopp, honestly and truly, he would have hooked about five of them at half-time. Why if didn't the five, then? Well, if the five-sub rule would have been there, you know it would have. But he didn't even... Who did, who did he hook off? First half, only Naby, yeah? yeah. Naby. But the thing, it, it got to a point, it didn't get to that point with Gomez where you had to hook him for his own good. At that point... Wait. When he did that for the for the goal we just discussed, um, <laughs> the Barkley one, the deflected one, he, um, he, needs, he needs to go. He needs to go at that point. Because... For all the faults Fabino had in this game, he actually found himself. He actually, it all clicked. As late as it did, it did click. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. You know what? Yeah. All right. All right. Let's do this. All right. There's two more goals left. They're really basic goals and they're both Trent defensive errors in a sense. Well, not errors, but he didn't exactly help himself in these situations. Jack Grealish did him dirty both times. So for the sixth goal, Ollie Watkins passed to Grealish, left-hand side of the box. 
Trent, for some reason, shows him to his right and Grealish just, you know, scores. Deflected in again. Yeah, unlucky, but ultimately... Off his, off his face. It went yeah. in off his face. It, it, yeah, it was. And But again, Trent shouldn't have been showing him like that. And then for the seventh goal, Trent tried to intercept in the halfway line and didn't even get the ball. Went straight to Grealish and he bagged the seventh. So that was the 7-2. Um... <laughs> Yeah, I I can't deal with any more goals, man. All right, so that was a 7-2. Um, Joe, I'm going to come to you, right? Let's discuss your thoughts on Jurgen Klopp and his adaptability to a game and his reading of what's going on and how he reacts to it. What were your thoughts in that game? Now, obviously, we, we know he didn't do enough, but at what point would you have changed it For me, um, for me, Klopp is really good at what he does. He's he's the best, you know, arguably arguably in the world. There are a few things that are left to be desired, and that's more on his reaction to when things are going to shits, which don't really happen too much because most of the time we're we're doing the the, the drilling instead of being the you know we're we're the drillers instead of the drillies. So. He doesn't really have to, to 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 change much, but I just feel Joe Gomez was struggling so so bad. He needed to, even if that meant taking Gomez out, shifting Fabinho um, into centre back, and then bringing someone else in to to you know bring some sort of normality in. He should have done that. There's under no circumstance should Joe Gomez have played as much as he played on that weekend because the more he kept messing up, the more it it, it bites into your psyche um as as a player. And he could've he should have just been hooked way before instead of like him having um who this this Ollie Watkins cat doing keepy uppies you know in, in front of him. I I just don't get it. I think what what I, I have an issue with is just the proactiveness. Um he will definitely learn from this game and make the adjustments and it probably won't happen again. But I just need him to make those adjustments in-game. Glam is shaking his head, by the way, guys. Glam, and, Glam thinks... And, and I, I, just, I, just think, I just think, make the changes, even if it's, yo, you're too far up or, you know, just drop back five, six, seven yards just to, or just squeeze in and be compact. Getting killed on transition, getting killed... Balls in behind. It's like, yo, like, do something. You're the one that's being paid seven mil a year to to make these adjustments, make them, make these adjustments in game, and like stop the bleeding. Like the bleed, like we were bleeding up, we were bleeding out of our tushes. You, you know what it is? It did nothing. It one did thing nothing. I've noticed. One thing I've noticed with Klopp, yeah, and again, this is something me and Farouk spoke and, about earlier. And he just sits there smiling. I don't want to see yeah. your teeth, bro. Like when we lose, I'm, when we lose under Klopp, we get slapped. Yeah, Spurs at Wembley, um, City when Mane got sent off, City again this last season, um, Watford 3-0 was a slapping no matter what anyone says, this Villa game, when we seem to lose in the Prem, we seem to get battered, we lose our heads and it's, a, it, it's something that we keep on seeing under Klopp, like when we're losing we're going to lose bad man and I don't know, there's two ways to look at it, the, the one way to look at it is okay, we are still thinking that we can get back into the game. So we keep trying to, you know, get another goal back. But ultimately, sometimes you need to realise that, you know, this isn't going to happen. At 5-2, 
six two, you need to shut up shop. Curtis Jones came on before James Milner. I think that was a completely bad move. I'm not yeah, really sure that. why that happened. That doesn't make sense to me. Where 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 you see your team is struggling, especially defensively, and trying to like press and they're just not getting anywhere. I'm not sure why you're bringing on Curtis Jones instead of James Milner. Uh, Fahey, just to punch in there, yeah. Just to punch in there. Jones did make a few defensive interceptions, though. Made two very, very good defensive challenges. I know, yeah, he isn't the defensive-minded type, but I'm assuming Klopp was bringing them on to control play a bit more. You're losing 6-2. They're beating you. They're scoring every single time they're on attack. You want to keep the ball. That's what I think his logic behind it was. Jones is going to be someone who moves the ball, keeps it well. He's a very, very smart passer, intelligent passer. He's not going to try anything too fancy at 6-2. He's going to just try and move the ball, keep everybody ticking. I get, I get what you mean, Mark, but if he could have, if he could go back and do one thing, he wouldn't play Kaya. He'd play Milner from the start. Yo, yo, that Naby performance, yeah, I don't know was, what sport he was playing. He was not playing football. I'm telling you now. Diabolical. Uh, it was horrendous. Him and, and Firmino are up there with. Oh my god, I can't believe. It's given this 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 kite, this this kite performance has given, and we've seen it today with uh, was it Dominic King with his yeah. full stats. Yeah. It's given people the agenda to throw more data at him when he's actually played yeah. really well uh, this season. But he, he, that game at two nil, especially, he needed a grown up on the pitch to slow everything down, just put your foot on the ball and let everyone's head just cool off for five minutes. He needed yeah. someone to go out there and just say, what the fuck are you all doing? Calm it down. You don't have to rush everything. You don't have to rush every single thing all the time. Just calm it down a little bit. And that is, you know, when we talk about the leadership beyond the pitch, Van Dijk, did, he, has, he, he, does, he doesn't bring that. That's not how he does it. And I don't want this to be like a good old British thing or whatever, but... Your Hendersons and your Milners, they definitely do that. They, 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 they bring that presence where they just bring everyone down back to earth a little bit. Because if Henderson was on the pitch, he's probably ringing someone up at half-time up against the wall saying, what the fuck are you doing? Get your head back in the game. It, it, it just needed that for, for, for me, that's all. Just add to what Chris was saying. Yeah. No, no, um, let, 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 let Glam land. Glam wanted to say something. Yeah, go, on. Glam, go on. Go on. Um, yeah, back on this, um, this, 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 this crop thing and the substitutions. Mm. Um, yeah, Jones, Jones substitution, I didn't get. I, I just didn't get it. I don't know, maybe we wanted to give him some minutes, some prem minutes, because we know the game's gone. Um, didn't make sense to me. But While, while we're getting packed in? Yeah, yeah, minutes, huh? yeah. But, because I'll be honest, it goes back to, as I said, at what point do you try to help your team? Like, we saw the play from early. You know what they were trying to do and get me, even Watkins said it after, we could see it. They was trying to go over to Trent and Gomez's side Playing behind or play behind. That's how they was attacking us. And we kept, 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 kept doing a high line, doing a high line, doing a high line. Surely the coaching staff have got to do something first. Surely. Because the, I don't think the players said, you know what, let's still play the high line even though it's scoring. They, they didn't. Klopp would continue wanting to play that way. And I get, I get I, when Salah scored, I was confident we are going to come back. I remember Joe and the great was saying, no, nah, no, nah, we're done. I said, no, no, no. Kyle scored 2 1. Yeah. Even when he scored at 5-2, I still had a little bit of hope. But the changes weren't good. And yes, we like to lead the but that, that line, just finish. Next game, do the same line. But why was that line consistently, consistently 
in that game. And on top of that, when you drag Gomez off, you go to a back three with Fabinho, Trent and Van Dijk. You sold Trent. We sold him. We sold his soul. The guy, the poor guy, was dangling his leg out. To try um, it, was it was mad. It was mad. It was defeated. We didn't so help bad. ourselves. We did not help ourselves. And we didn't help the, and the, and the coach staff didn't help the players. I know ultimately it's their fault. Um, but they weren't helped. They weren't helped at all. Go on, Ellis. That fucking line. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think man, I'm guessing. Um, maybe <laughs> Milner was injured. <laughs> huh? maybe, maybe Milner was injured. Because there's no reason naturally Moon will come on on time in it. That's that's just that's a given. If bro, he came on five minutes later. What do you mean he was injured? Maybe he was injured. Maybe maybe we'll come Maybe we'll come half time. We took off Naby at half time. Ideally, this this the most sensible thing is to bring on Moon. We don't know why he came on late. But even so, yeah, in the game, you can blame the high line. But bro, if you're not doing your job in front, if you're not pressing. If you're, yeah. if you're not blocking spaces, if you're not being organised, if you're not communicating, of course, of course you're gonna you're gonna give up goals like that. We can blame Klopp, bro. We Ellis. can blame Klopp. Hold on, hold on, let me finish. We can blame Klopp all you want, yeah. But he said at the end of the game, man, I weren't, man, weren't talking. Nobody was saying anything. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. Mama organized. Mama pressing. Where are they? What are you doing? What's the where's the midfield? Bro, like you want to blame Klopp, you want to, you want to say, person. oh yeah, he needs, you want to say, oh, he's not doing this, he needs to do that. Okay, let's, let's move back a little bit. Let's move back five yards. Okay, Gomez just gives the ball to Oli Watkins. Is that Klopp? Who's that? Mm. Why are you giving the ball to Oli Watkins? Bro. That's what I'm saying, fam. That's Bro. easy to blame Klopp. Who, who but you have to look at the players. You, that's what I'm saying. You look at the players. Fam, who would you start again? You're telling me Gomez. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We know they ain't cop on the pitch. We know they ain't cop on the pitch, but the players don't fit themselves. Glam, Glam. Jordan Henderson will turn up and say, Saturday, you're playing, you're playing, you're playing. Glam. It's not even about who you have started from. Gomez is playing. You're saying we're not blaming Klopp. He has to responsibility. He's his team. He's the coach. Bro, you cannot legislate for a man giving the ball to the opponent. I didn't say you can. I'm talking about that. I'm talking about what you have done. Bro, you cannot legislate. Oh, bro, what the, are you understanding what I'm saying to you? Bro, you're, you're trying to say that Klopp. Saying, you're trying Klopp, to say, you're trying to say Klopp should have changed something, yeah? Klopp should have changed something. Fair. Maybe bring the defence back a bit. Um, Let's say, what, five yards. Try and get someone on the pitch who can put their foot on the ball. But you're Fine. saying it still would have happened. Because you cannot yeah. legislate for the mistakes we're making. We're making okay, too many errors. That's neither here or there. That's neither here yes, or there. No, it's there. It's there. It's no, bro. No, bro. Bro. Richard, Yo. if you go to the gym, yeah, and mm-hmm. you can't lift up 120 kg, yeah, are yeah. you going to keep trying to lift it up? Are you going to go down? No, fam. No, I'm not. You're going to go I'm down gonna and set, exactly. You're going to go exactly. down and step inside to try bro, and exactly. achieve your goal. So, exactly, bro. So if you know, yeah, right. you know that you're not having a good game. Bro, play it simple then. That's what Clarence is saying, We're getting destroyed. We're getting destroyed, bro. 
We are getting destroyed. Oh. And you're telling me, no, no, don't do nothing. Yeah. Just wait and see how it happens. What, what was that? Gam, no, 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 no. What I'm saying okay, to you... Okay, Gam, 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 tell me, what would you have done differently? Who would you have brought well, now, you, now you come, bro, am I a qualified coach? Why are you asking me what I would have done? If you see, like, you're seeing this You always do this. What I would have done, like, to say, to defend Klopp, why are you done? I know what I would have done differently. Me, personally, I wouldn't have started Kato on the right. I would have started our most defensive out of our two eights in Genie and our most industrious on the right and giving them instructions to sit on Jack Grealish or do something in that area. Remember I was saying it during the match on Discord for those of you that were on Discord. I was saying mm. someone needs to be operating in that space. And someone's like, oh yeah, Genie's, um, one of his strengths isn't man-marking. Cool, I understand that completely. But that space needed to be occupied. We need to clog up that space because too much was happening over there. And yeah, that's the only gripe I have with Klopp. But other than that, all of the goals would have happened. If he didn't, let's say he did do that clogging up of space, there were so many individual errors that yes. regardless of what space that we clogged up, we're pissed. We're pissed. It's also a case of when your game plan goes out the, goes completely out the window in four minutes of the fucking game as well. There's only so much you can do. And in all fairness, we have to kind of give a little bit, I say a little bit, we have to give massive credit to, to Villa. Yo, massive credit. Up. Villa slapped us up. Yo, they, yo, they knew what they were doing. They were great. Grealish, and I, I don't say this lightly, that was probably one of the best performances I've seen from an individual player against Liverpool team ever. He was phenomenal. Three assists, two goals. Three assists, two goals, and he created chance after chance for Barkley. Yeah. Barkley couldn't put it away. Uh, you're, yeah. It's up there. It's up there. It is no respect. Bro, Villa did not give a fuck about our attack. What, what, what they did this? not what, give what a this fuck. They, they kept doing, Bro, they they kept they doing this. What is that? They, what kept, is that? they kept doing this. What <laughs> is that? What does that mean? <laughs> they must have been listening to Usher. Do the is it someone that passed away? Okay. Oh, okay. okay, that's fine. Cool. All right. Because it just it felt like it felt like a violation. It, it's like they were shouting A like Allison, Allison, where's Allison? That that's how it felt. <laughs> it was a bit nice. I respected it then. Yeah, cool. All right. But yeah, they did not care about us. They they slapped us up. They weren't scared about our attack. And they just came time after time after time. And you know what's mad? We had, I think, 67% of possession. So it's not even like they dominated play. The difference is when they had the ball, they infiltrated our defense. They just went after us. Yeah, because they went direct. If I'm trying to say, they went direct. Bro, that's what I'm saying, fam. If you know they're going to go direct, you do not give the ball away in positions where you're not so... Oh, bro, you keep talking about give the ball away. We're going to lose the ball at some point in the game, bro. No, you you're not. The ball but not, like, like, minutes. You know not like that. Damn, don't. You can't have the whole ball in that. You're not going to lose the ball like that. You're going to lose possession. Okay. Yeah, but not in that fashion. Not in that fashion, bro. Bro, not in that fashion, bro. Wait, 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 wait. Let Ellis land. Let Ellis land. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at MrsMyers.com. 
if you have 67% of the ball, yeah, that means you have majority, a lion's share of the ball. So that means you're controlling proceedings. If you not give the ball away, yeah, yeah, damn, it's not, it's 67% of the ball. You have, In what areas you have, of the field? What okay, areas of the pitch? Every, huh? What areas of the pitch were there? Was that? It doesn't matter, bro. You got sixty-seven well, percent. Exactly. So it doesn't matter, though. Okay, it doesn't okay, matter. For, okay, for instance, yeah, on, Gomez had the ball. Okay, Gomez had the ball, yeah, and he gave it to Ollie Watkins. <laughs> he gave it to Ollie yeah. Watkins. So what are you saying? Yeah. Well, who are you blaming for that? I don't understand. Who are well, you I blaming? Clock, though. I, don't, I, don't, I don't understand your point. What were you? Well, you're blaming you're Klopp. You're saying, you're, Klopp say. change, you're saying that Klopp should have changed something. I'm saying to you, yeah, even if Klopp changed something, it was individual errors that cost. Seven no one goals. said it wasn't. Yeah. But, bruv, you couldn't land, you couldn't land the airplane how high our fucking line was, bruv. But it doesn't matter, bro. Airplane we want there, a bro. title with it. It's pathetic. We want a title that line, so that might, line may... was pathetic. Bro, that blame Van Dyke Blame Van Dyke because he was a controller. Oh, now you're going to blame Van Dyke. Bruv, stop looking at the play, blame Van Dyke. Bruv, Klopp is the manager. Klopp instructs what happens on the pitch. That's why he shouts all the time. He instructs okay. what he wants done. So, Okay, listen. So if you play a high line, yeah, you play that high line. So you want your midfield to press. You want your attack to press. You do not give John McGinn, yeah, acres of space to pick up his head, yeah, and lift it over your thing. That doesn't of make course sense, not. Bro. Again, no, but one, one thing I will say, say yeah. well, no, what I will say, say, yeah, it's unfair on Jota. It's unfair on Jota. Jota was actually, that's his first start. He doesn't play like he hasn't played like that. How Liverpool way is so it was unfair to say from the start we weren't pressing ahead because he played well. But he's got to get used to our system. So you know we're not going to be the same fluency how we had before with Mane at Arsenal. So you've got to take that in consideration. Yeah, but I'm not still, saying still excuse, it. But we said but we said Jota played well though because he did. He yeah, he played well as an individual, but for the team yeah, and how Jota, we press, it wasn't good, Jota. was it? Okay, look at Naby Keita now. Naby playing on the right hand oh, side. I'm done with you. I'm not sure that, bro. Oh, no, Naby Keita. I'm not my guy, fam. No, that's my guy. Don't guy. bring him to me. Don't bring yeah, him over here. Like but well, what I'm saying, the reason why he came off because he wasn't doing his defensive work. He wasn't. He was just allowing Grealish to have a jolly up, mate. Grealish had like two two cans of um K K cider, having a jolly up, couple lines there. Yeah, man, do you want to do that defensive job? Yo, yo Grealish was pissing on us, man. Mark, he was having a jolly up, bro. Mark, wild in midfield as well. Mark, what do you want to say? say, One thing I've been wanting to say is, if you do change that high line, that changes the way we press. Cool, I get what you're saying about Yota, and I do understand. Maybe for this game, with new people integrated being Yota, you should have sat back a bit knowing that Yota doesn't have the trigger presses correctly. Thank you. But Wolves have been pressing. Wolves are a pressing team. That's what they do. They play in a similar fashion to us. So you can't expect Klopp to think it's going to fuck up in that fashion. Maybe similar, like we might concede a couple chances, but not in that fashion. Yeah, the trigger press. I don't feel like Yotta was out in the press anyway. I feel like he pressed quite well. I feel he like pressed well, bro. He pressed well. He pressed well. I feel like he did well. I feel like he did his job well. So I'm not going to attribute it to a new person being coming into the team. I'm going to attribute it to people doing dumb shit playing like they're on drugs, playing like they're on a beach in our beef. And we've been saying this for a minute and Tay's waste their opinions on it, on people being lax and people not being as competitive as they should be. We've been shit. Van Dyke was shit. Gomez was shit. Trent was shit. Trent was stripping. All of them were shit. Cool. Other than, Bro, for me, Firmino, other than, 
Firmino's don't let me get know? don't let me get started on Bimble Bobby. Man's calling him Pinball Bobby from now. You, do you remember Mitchell Lucha? Do you remember Mitchell Lucha? Do you remember Ricochet? Bobby is Ricochet <laughs> yeah. to me now. Every single touch that um, match. Yo, ping. all right, all right. Can we wow. just discuss that? Can we just discuss that one part in the first half where he goes past two players and he just passes to the centre back? Oh it, man! It was the man because he did so well, and then out of nowhere, there's no one running to the ball, and he just passes it to the centre back. That was another one. That was another one. It was a tested ball. Yeah, he tried to control it on his chest, and it bounced off his chest like about twenty yards. Yeah. All right, cool. All right, all right. You know what? All right, so this pod has been an hour. I'm going to quickly get your thoughts quickly, really, really quickly, because I feel like we can discuss the repercussions of this next week. I don't feel as if we need to discuss it right now. So um, what I will say or what I will ask of you five, who were you most disappointed in, in that from that performance? So, like, the one player that you were really disappointed Because it's really easy. And, like, what I'm hating right now is how easy it is to just blame Adrian for everything. It's not all Adrian's fault. Mm-hmm. It, and at some point, you have to expect that bloke is going to make errors. He's made it before. We should have done something different with him in the team. We didn't do it. So, out of that 7-2 performance, who were you guys most disappointed in? Really quickly, you can have... Joe Gomez. Gomez. Why? Like, his he's mistakes and his just all-round play was just criminal, just all the way through. Adrian, I expect that. He's, he's, a, he's, 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 he's crazy, so I expect that. But Joe Gomez, nah. Nah. He's, he's, got, he's got to take a large percent of that L. Okay, Chris. Um, this is what I was going to jump on the floor to say. Um, Firmino. Um, mad. Mad. I'm going to drop my mic. Wow. wow. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. Um, it, it's uh, it's easy for everyone in our fan base to kind of jump on the his shit thing because he just doesn't bow the goals of a number nine and that is you know what I think that's completely fair um, because you know you, someone's wearing the number nine shirt we've had so many famous number nines in the past years uh, you're, you're wearing one right now Fahi I mean, it might be 23 but he was a number nine at one point yeah. um, and they just and they, and they ban goals and after seeing what Harry Kane's been doing recently, kind of playing that similar role and also scoring goals, it leads you to ponder. Can you get someone who can do that exact same role? And it's really disappointing to see the past two games. The Chelsea game, I thought he played really well. He was fantastic with the press and initiating it. Again, same with Arsenal. Really good. But there's no goals. There's no actual real dividend there. It's all good to him doing the press and whatnot. But when he's thinking the gaff out like he'd done Sunday and... He got in his own head and he, he, he got to a point where even I'm sitting there. I'm like one of his biggest fans. And I'm sitting there thinking, this is, this is really bad. This, this is actually concerning to a point where I'm thinking, do you change this up ne- at some point next season? Because let's be honest, if, he, if we were going to buy a striker and change the way we play, we would have done it by now. It would have happened. Minamino has been groomed for that role for a reason because we're not trying to change the style of play. Yeah. But if there's going to be serious concerns where... He should have scored at least once. The one where he was one on one, and it's decent. It's decent goalkeeping. It's not exceptional goalkeeping by uh, Martinez. It's it's decent goalkeeping. He gets low and he puts him off. But he should have scored at least once. And he then got in his own head in the second half, where he's pulling back into the midfield, trying to dig himself out and play it in, and it cut, it ended up in a goal, and it ended up in losing the ball more times than anything. And it's got to a point for me now where I'm thinking, 
if that Erling Haaland release clause is 50 million next year, just do it. Just do it. Because, yeah, okay. it's, 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 yeah, it's got to a point with me where I'm really concerned now about his, his, his own form and he should probably be pulled for the team. All right, you know what? You know what? One thing I'll say, Chris, um, I, I, I'm proud of you for you know admitting it because I know it's hard after after the defence you've done of him. So you know what I'm proud of you because it take me and Mark for example we're wrong and strong. We, we'll just double down on our shit. <laughs> we will try and back it however we can back it. Joe is the same. So the, you're a big man for admitting that. We'll discuss it further next week. I think I think we, we can discuss the repercussions of this performance um, next yep. week. Um, Glam, who are you? Who really disappointed you from that performance? Um, he wasn't the worst on the pitch, but in the in eyes of disappointment, Van Dyke disappointed me, man. Mm, like mm, he he, mm. he really let me down. Like he he he, you know, like obviously it's one man in it, and we looked to him as our. I mean, he's coming and made a massive difference when he's coming, um, and we've seen that. We've seen the stride that we make, but how we've lost call, we can lose. And the matter, but his body language to me. When you know you got younger players as Trent and Gomez crying out for help, and he 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 wasn't he was he was he just wasn't there. He, he sold them down the river, man. Yeah, and 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 that's the same. Like he wasn't the worst, but he just disappointed me because I'm looking and I'll be as you guys know I'll be campaigning him for the captain, but you know, um, and it brought me the figures like, every time he, he he's captain, we haven't done so well. And as Chris said before, he he leads in a different way. I'm beginning to think that now, so. But yeah, it, it, I'll disappoint. I can't lie. Interesting. All right, cool. Mark, over to you. Cool. I'm gonna give you four, and I'm gonna give you an order, innit? Is that okay? I mean, I'm, no, we're going with we'll be one a... because because we can all come up with four. No, or five. it's not okay, bro. Pay what the hell, man? Nah, you, you're going with one. Nah, because I'm rattled, man. I'm rattled. Man. <laughs> you gotta go. All right, you <laughs> know what? You know what? You, you know, know what? My gonna... God, you know my boy disappointed me, and everybody knows who my boy is. My boy disappointed me. Van Dyke disappointed me. Gomez is number one on that list, isn't it? So, wait, I know you said I can't, but I've already started. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Gomez is number one. Absolute shit show. It's already been explained by Joe. Firmino, number two. Explained by Chris. And, boy, if you listen to Copen, I've been a Firmino rider similar to Chris. But stocks are sold. <laughs> Get him out of here. Third, Van Dyke, as explained by Glam. I feel like he could have done more. He's one of our leaders in the dressing room. He could have done some. He could have done anything, but he was literally just shouting at air. Then fourth, Kater, and that's because of lack of defensive work. You know how highly I place Kater, and I value his ability, but he was non-existent. Okay, cool. All right, um, Ellis, over to you. Yeah, Bobby Firmino. He's a short touch, lost he left him. He's um pressing left him. He's finishing has been bad for what eighteen months now. He let me down the most, man. My, my guy Bobby, man. All right. Man. Cool. Since, ever since he cut his hair, it's been like Samson and Delilah, man. Literally <laughs> cut his hair he's got every man. single touch, ability, goal scoring. You know what? Oh, <laughs> Bro, why do you think I'm still not cutting mine? <laughs> Bye. All right, Bye. All right. Gone. Bobby, Bobby, mine. if you're listening to this, I said this yeah. at the beginning of the project before we even started recording, yeah? Bobby, I know you're baptising people. I know you're Pastor Bobby. I know you baptised Fred. But please, please, please focus on the pitch. 
before you do your preaching and your evangelism. Like, I'm a Christian myself and I love God and I love you too, Bobby, but oh my days, Bobby. Do one or the other. Like, quit football and be a pastor or become the best striker in the world. Please, man. Please, Bobby, I need please. Oh, All right, cool. Please, All right, so so Glam's asking me for mine. Um, I'm going to go with Van Dyke. I genuinely think that was a diabolical performance from him. It was cowardly. Um, it wasn't. Mm. It, it wasn't something of a leader, the supposed leader that the fans want, what some fans want. Um, I, I don't think he helped Gomez at all. He left Gomez. He hung Gomez out to dry. Basically, I, I could. It, it was poor from Van Dyke, like really poor and he knows it himself like that's the thing like with, play- with players with elite ability they know when they're fucked up Van Dyke definitely knows he fucked up and that's you know it, that's why I'm going with Van Dyke, man I was just super disappointed in him and he deserves all the flack that he got and that he's still getting for that game um, but yeah we'll discuss next week you know what happens now how we line up against Everton what are the potential repercussions no ricochet and... please clock if you're listening to this no ricochet <laughs> bring in yeah. bring in can, bring we just, in can we just touch on one thing before we, before we finish bring Go in Ricky fucking hell yeah, um, don't mute Mark mute Mark what is <laughs> this <laughs> where, where's this thing let me mute him don't say that again. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, what are you saying brother <laughs> um, all this one, all this stuff about wanting the players to apologise and stuff Nonsense. We're not United. Garbage. We, we, I don't. I don't want uh, notes like they've Garbage. been outed out for racism or something. Yeah, load you know of what I mean? Shit. Load of shit. Just go don't and deliver against Everton. That's all we want. Yeah, yeah perform on the pitch. pitch. Perform on the pitch. That's, That's it. All right, simple. That's all right, um, Chris, Joe, Glam, Mark, Ellis. Thank you for joining me. Um, thank you to all the rival fans that have tuned in today. You know, we know you don't usually listen, but you've listened to this shit show. So thank you so much. And hopefully you listen to us moving forward. Um, again, follow us on the Twitter page, twitter.com forward slash coffee and fracker. And until next time, uh, take care. Peace. Oh. Wow. Support for this episode is brought to you by Mrs. Myers. A delightfully clean home can make for a delightful start to the day. At Mrs. Myers, everything we make is inspired by the garden. With plant-derived ingredients, our cleaning products work like the Dickens, leaving your home sparkly clean and your to-do list tackled in no time. So bring a little bit of the outside inside your four walls and bask in the wonder of a garden from the comfort of home. Mrs. Myers, rooted in goodness. Shop now at mrsmyers.com. Sports Social Podcast Network.